Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. What is going on, boys and girls? Welcome once again to the Bass Kayak and Beers podcast. As always, on the Paddle and Fit Network. Remember, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook on the Bass Kayak and Beers. And you can also follow Paddle and Fin on YouTube, Facebook, and uh, Instagram under Paddle and Fin. Um, I did come out with, uh, I'm starting to, to do a little bit of uh, content creation as far as YouTube. I did uh, release my first video. Um, there's going to be a series of videos. This is what I want to do. But you know, it turns out recording and creating content is not as easy as I thought it was going to be. But um, what I'm going to do is the first video is called The Real Life, which is going to be me fishing with um, more experienced or uh, uh, kayak fishermen, kayak anglers, um, and kind of learn what they know and kind of share ideas. And um, that's going to be just recording my day on the water with some of the best anglers out here in the nation. And then after we fish, we kind of talk about our day. So if you haven't watched the first video, you can go ahead and follow it on Bass Kayak and Beers on YouTube. You can hit that like button if you want. You can subscribe if you want, if you like it. Um, and then you can share the video if you like it, if you want. And I truly appreciate it. Do it only if you like it, honestly. If you don't like it, don't do it. I mean, it's, it's my first video. I think it came out good, but you know, I'm sure it'll evolve after that. Other than that, I may fish. Uh, I make make. I'm gonna start making videos of tournaments that I fish, and uh, pre-fishing tournaments. So I don't know what I'll name that section, um, but so that's it. It's gonna be two series of videos. One's called the real life, me fishing with more experienced tournament or kayak fishermen, and the other one is gonna be me just kind of chasing uh, tournaments and trophies and all that. So we'll see. So go check it out. Bass Kayak and Beers on YouTube. Other than that, um, got a trip going out of Puerto Rico. Um, don't know when, sure when this video is going to be recorded. Probably either the beginning of uh, mid-March or the end of March. But regardless, uh, I'm going to be down in Puerto Rico visiting family. Hopefully get a little bit of saltwater kayak fishing and all that. So look forward to that on my Instagram and all and uh, Facebook. So anyways, got a great episode for you today. I got AJ Johnson from um, Bayou Fishing Club, Bayou Coast, Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club. Um, I think I got it right. But anyways, AJ is going to be talking a little bit about Louisiana. He stumbled upon my podcast when I was talking uh, on my episode with Kaylin Johnson. Um, so AJ was nice enough to reach out to me and ask me if he can be on the podcast. 
Um, I mean, I'm always down for that. I'm always kind of look, uh, get different sides of kayak fishing, not just bass. I'm going to be talking a lot of uh, Louisiana um, redfish and trout and also a little bit about bass fishing in Louisiana. So stick around. Go check out my sponsor. Go to DouglasOutdoors.com. Check out their full lineup of LRS, X-Matrix, and award-winning fly fishing rods. We'll go to a quick commercial, and then we'll be right back with AJ Johnson. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. And AJ Johnson, how you doing, my man? What is going on, buddy? I think I when I ended the intro, I hope I got the... The name of the yes, it's Bayou it, Coast Kayak Fishing Club, right? Yes, correct. Bayou Coast. How are you um, associated with Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club? Tell us a little bit about that, first of all. Um, so Bayou Coast is made up of nine board members that just kind of run the day-to-day operations, and there's two sponsor coordinators, and I am one of them sponsor coordinators, as well as a good friend of mine, Josh Lewis. Nice. What goes into doing the sponsor coordinator? Um, it's basically a lot of emails. Um, we reach out to companies all over the country, really, that deals with outdoors or fishing or kayak fishing, and we give products to hand out or raffle off or just basically marketing by taking their product and putting it in the hands of our anglers. Yeah, it's a good way to get their products known and kind of like, you know, award those. Expand almost. Yeah, exactly. And and also give something to the kayak anglers that, um, you know, are paying those fees and doing their traveling and taking time away from their family to kind of support the clubs and the tournaments. I love when I've seen it on the Hobie BOS um, and I've seen it on the Slay Nation because I've taken part in various national trails and local trails. Um, and I love when they do the, like, kind of like the raffles, you know, um, there's no slay nation. Usually what it does is like whoever got into the money, is kind of like out of the raffle. So whoever didn't get into the money, they get a chance to win something, not go empty handed. So that's, you know, oh, I got you. That's fun. good. Yeah. Yes. It, good. it just kind of gives everybody a chance to win. Say Bayou Coast is a non-profit club and we're actually the oldest and largest kayak fishing club in the country. We have really? over, yes, we have 8,000 Facebook members, I believe, and north of 450 paid members. Wow. 
So the biggest membership in any kayak fishing club in the country, not just Louisiana. But yes, it's the oldest and largest kayak fishing club. And that, I mean, that's been proven. Nice. That's awesome. Nice. Congratulations to you guys for doing a great job. Um, you don't get to be the biggest one unless you bring in really something that uh, kayak anglers. Something special, to, yes. Yeah, something special that they're willing to support and pay a membership for. Tell us a little bit of AJ before we get into dive into um, Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club. How do you got personally? How do you got into fishing? How do you got into kayak fishing? How what role does it play in your life? I got you. Well, I um I grew up in a small country town of like three hundred people, so fishing was always something to do after school on the weekends. It wasn't until I got older. I want to say probably close to 20, 21 years old that I started saltwater fishing on a regular basis. And it started off the bank or just as a family vacation down to Grand Isle. And then one day I just seen a guy in a kayak and I asked him what, what he was doing. And he explained to me that people fish out of a kayak and they chase redfish in the shallow water and it's a blast and so I, I said I gotta I gotta do this and so I went out and I spent I think my first kayak cost me about two hundred dollars and I started fishing and once you set a hook on your first redfish out of a kayak it's yeah it's it's just over with and then I started meeting a few guys from Bayou Coast and I actually met who is my brother now. I want to give a big shout out to Benjamin Day. He's actually the vice president of, of our club and he has always been remarkable at the outreach of meeting anglers and telling them all about the clubs. So I joined the club just to have some new people to fish with and then next thing you know I met some of the greatest guys the world's ever seen and now we're full swing and i've dealt with a rocky life and kayak fishing and fishing and bayou coast and in its entirety has just helped me so so much in my life dealing with anxiety or depression or what whatever it may be everyone loves everyone in bayou coast and that's what made it so special to me. Yeah, I know the kayak fishing community, un- unlike uh, a lot of like sports, um, it really does have, you know, very calming effects. Just being on the water and then the relationship with people. And, and I'm, you know, there's always talk about, you know, and trolling and social media. And that's just how social media is. That's an oh, yeah. But I think once you get on the water. I think just... that's outdoors in general. Yeah, I think like if you go to an old fishing camp, there's going to be fun yeah. being poked. But when it comes down to it, everyone will drop everything yeah. they're doing if if someone's in need. Yeah, that and that's what I get the point. Stella, I think a lot of people focuses on the social media side of it, and that's it's a different nature. You know, people oh yeah, just behave. People just being behave on the inside. Yeah. Well, <laughs> And you can't make everyone happy with every dis- yeah. decision you make. So there, there's always going to be that one butthole that's just 
<laughs> but that even was... then, I mean, once you're on the water, I think with other people, I just oh yes, the dynamic is just different. You know, you one of one hundred percent. Never had a bad experience in any kayak angler on the water. Me um, neither. And, and I've been it's... doing this three years now. Yeah. Everybody so, I've ever met, they tell you what they're catching fish on, where they're catching fish. The only time they won't help you is on a tournament weekend. But other than exactly. that, other than that, anybody, and the, there's actually some members that are known for being for sitting down and just explaining how they do things and. And some of them are world champions, one and two times over. Yeah. And uh, I, you touched on something that I think we take for granted, right? Like when we go on the water and I've gone to lakes and rivers and I'm fishing out of my kayak. And I'm always amazed at the amount of people that are blown away by what I'm doing. You know, you get those conversations at the ranch oh, yes. or, or or just when you're fishing close to the bank. They'll ask you, they'll shout at you, it's like, hey, what are you doing? And are you fishing and all that? And I'm like, how does the people not know about this? So, you know, why is it And not then it, it's especially, it's especially if you're in like a Hobie or a native or, you know, one of these uppity kayaks, like of funny story i was in saint bernard parish which is in south louisiana and we, we were doing some marsh bass and redfish fishing and this guy in a bay boat with that was passing us you know we're just paddling along the channel and he was just amazed like he's never seen pedals on on a, on a kayak before and um I think I made him go home that day and order him a Hobie because he just was that yeah. amazed by it. And that's what I wanted to touch on. You know, you got into kayak fishing because you saw somebody fishing out of a kayak, which kind of like gave you an idea. It's like, oh, like, oh, yeah, I, I got I to do this. God, how, God knows how many people you and I or anybody else has been on the water kayak fishing and somebody looks at you or asks you. And then all of a sudden it's like, man, I want to get a kayak. You know, um, and that goes beyond like commercials and all that. You know, it's I think it's it's something. And it goes past, and it goes past tournament fishing and all that. Because I have many friends that watch me fish, and they bought kayaks just to fish, not to tournament fish, not to not to learn all these different styles of fishing. They just love going to sit in a kayak with a worm and a cork and catching fish. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, it's, it's, we have an effect even just being on the water um, and, you know, having people watch what we're doing and all that, especially if you catch a fish in front of them. Um, it has that, you know, that's always that my effect. favorite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite. It is. Uh, but anyways, yeah, man, it, it's, that's something that, you know, you can't, it's not, you can't un, uh, overstate just that, that ability to just be on the water and influence other people, not by trying, just by doing what you love fishing. And like you mentioned, it helped you deal with certain things in your life. I've had every single one of my guests, um, at some point when we talk, you know, they always go back to the common effect and how kayak fishing has helped them. You know, I've got... Shout out to Frank Twiggy Reeves, um, you know, used to be uh, uh, 
you know, one of those special forces to have to literally jump out of the plane uh, in the middle of a war zone on a parachute and, you know, and execute his job. Oh, yeah. And then go back to a civilian job. And and many of Bayuko's, no, yeah. and many, many of Bayuko's members will serve as well, as well, I just mentioned them, but Benjamin Day was, he served overseas and came home with a purple heart. And, and he is one of the nicest, most easygoing, laughing people. And I think, I don't want to speak for him, but I think that kayak fishing and Bayou Coast has played such a big role in his recovery. Because even war and deployment and just being away from family, working extended hours, months away from home, anything to that effect can drive a normal man crazy. And fishing is just that it's that calmness, especially in a kayak where there's no motor sounds and you're not, it's just slow and easy and you can, for me, I feel one with mother nature. And nice. that was the biggest thing for me in, in particular. Preaching to the choir there. I, same thing yeah. I love. Just being that kind of like more, um, uh, just more personal touch with, with being in nature than you would with a, a bass boat. Nothing wrong with having a bass oh, boat. Oh, no. Nothing, uh, nothing wrong, wrong with that Just a different experience, just, yeah. Yes. To each his own. So, Let's see. let's talk a little bit of the um, Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club. What is it about? Where you know how many tournaments you run or, uh, a month? Um, what type in you know? I just said salt water, fresh water. Tell us all the good stuff. I got you. So Bayou Coast has two bigger style tournaments that is it's more of like a weekend affair and. Free food, sometimes live music. That's where our big raffle is. It's one of the best and funnest kayak fishing tournaments you can imagine. And we have two of the two of those a year. Pat up Palooza in the springtime, which we actually just had last weekend. And we have Fallen Tide in October. And last year Fallen Tide was actually a Hobie World Championship qualifier. And wow. hoping there there hasn't been much to talk yet but it's still early but uh, hopefully it, it may continue to be that qualifying tournament and then we also have our championship series that hosts four qualifiers throughout the year and then the championship is in november and then we also have the angler of the year competition which is when you place in one of the qualifying tournaments all year you get a certain set of points depending on where you placed and at the end of the year whoever has the most points with one drop tournament you you win Angler of the Year, which is actually being held currently by the club president, Jonathan Carter, who just absolutely killed our saltwater series last year. And Bayou Coast deals mainly with saltwater 
fishing. Um, but our tournament director, great guys, Sean Rastanis out of Metairie, he was contacted by a couple of bigger bass anglers that wanted a, a smaller mid-tier bass tournament series. Um, and so they do have a few bass tournaments on their end, which is the Swamp Country. Um, it's the Swamp Country Bass Kayak Association. I know I've said that out of order. I'm gonna get messages saying <laughs> I've messed it up, but um, and actually last year, three of our three people from the Swamp Country Championship qualified for the Bassmasters Classic last month, and I believe it was South Carolina, and um. Francis Tran, who is a great guy, was one of them, as well as Dustin Talbot and Jonathan Carter, as I just mentioned. And Francis actually went up there and knocked it out the park and finished fourth place overall and saved a man's life on tournament days. So I've always said that he needs that everybody who beats them has to have a little mention saying they didn't save a life. Yeah. I've, I've heard that story. Um, gotten not with all the details about it, but yeah, I've heard about that story with friends um, and saving a man's life. And I'm going to have to reach out to him and have him on the podcast and talk a little oh, bit yeah. about that. Francis. Really interesting story. For, for Francis is one of the best people I've met. And it's an honor to call him a friend of mine for sure definitely um what what are the prices for like angler of the year for whoever wins the angler of the year what they can look forward to as far as prices and um so it kind of changes through it changes every year we don't want to give the same thing um last year here was a dakota lithium power box a beautiful design and a beautiful a beautiful crystal plaque. Um, the, for the past couple of years, who, whoever wins the Bayou Coast Championship that is put on by Native um, Native Outdoors and Pack and Paddle, um, they received a, a heavy cash pot plus a brand new Native Slayer that we've we've kind of changed the format a little bit for this year and everything is going to change. It's just evolution moving forward. We've actually, and we've also added a rookie of the year division, which is for, for people who are just getting in to tournament fishing that did not fish more than two tournaments last year or this year is is eligible to win rookie of the year and this year um bending branches paddles has donated a beautiful paddle to be awarded to the rookie of the year and um so prizes they're not always set but they're always good 
to spend some the on the title sponsorship and all that. I'm assuming. But that's exactly. Great. exactly. So, how many tournaments um, for saltwater do you run a year? Five, you said. Um. So it's five on the championship series, and then two bigger scale party, have fun, bring the family out type tournaments that are still very serious once tournament day comes but it's just it's our way to give back to the members that there's always a big pasta liar cook and we always get food from our host and it's free food we, we get captain's bags with a bunch of donations from our sponsors and it's just a that's our biggest way to give back to our members that and sponsors all together that make this whole thing go round. So it's like it's five five tournaments, including the championship, and two kind of like festival style tournaments. So it's yes, correct. In total. Yes, seven turn and, tournaments in total, but the two festival styles do not qualify you for the Bayou Coast Championship. Oh, okay. Do not, and and they have no bearing on the angler of the year. It's more like open none tournaments. as well. Yes, it's a more of our open, like our oh. big open tournaments. Like so we have people in- from Florida, from Alabama. Actually, last fall and tide, I actually one 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 of our one one of the great women angler came down and kicked all of our buds and took home a brand new Mike Ike. Ganelli, PA from Hobie that was generally oh, wow. yeah dumb. So our big style tournaments are put on by the Backpacker, which is a huge outdoor company of great guys, and they're actually Hobie dealers here in South Louisiana, and they so graciously they, they all they are probably the club's biggest sponsor and not downplaying any other sponsors by by any means but the backpacker year in and year out has been setting the bar for 10 years now with Bayou Coast so let me let me get this straight I might have gotten confused it's kind of like this is kind of impressive so you have two festivals the The one that just came up, what what did the winner get? Um, so the one that just passed, um, he had the option of winning a brand new Hobie Lynx, which if anybody has has been looking for one, they that they know they're almost impossible to find. Yeah. Um. So he got the Lynx or $2,500 gift card to the backpacker, which can be used on boats, accessory clothes, camping material, fish finders, anything that they sell or can get, um, plus $1,000. So essentially, it was the links or $3,500 of gift cards. Okay, so you get the if you get the links, you don't get the thousand dollars. No, if you get the links, you still get one thousand dollars. But if you get the twenty five hundred, then wow. you get the other thousand added on top of. It. So you got the option of 
on the on wow, this is very impressive. So yeah. on the on the first ter- festival tournament, which just took place, the winner yeah. gets either a Lynx, Hobie Lynx, which is plus a thousand dollars. Plus a thousand dollars. Hobie Lynx is kind of value of twenty five hundred dollars, right? So you get the Hobie Lynx and a thousand dollars on in a gift card or just cash? A gift card. A gift to card. the backpacker. So get, yeah. So you get you know you get thirty five thirty five hundred dollars pretty much. Or you get the actual $3,500. $3,500, yeah. Yeah, that's impressive. Now, then you got the other festival, which is the uh, Fall Tide. Um, falling Tide. Falling Tide. Um, and then on that one, you win a Mike Iconelli Hobie. Well, no, that was, that was last year's. Oh, okay. Um, we can't quite announce that yet. That's still so a secret year. for this. Yes, last year's was a Pro Angler Mike Iganelli edition. Okay, so in the last two festival tournaments, you had a Mike Iganelli PA fourteen. Yeah, uh, fourteen or the twelve. Well, the the Mike Iganelli only comes. Is fourteen? Yes, yes. Yeah, it's not twelve. Yeah. So you got the PA fourteen for Mike Iganelli, and in this, in the uh, that was last year's Falling Tide. Falling Tide and. In in October and this year's Paddlepalooza was a was a Lynx plus a thousand dollars or twenty five hundred plus a thousand dollars. That is crazy. That is that is that is setting the bar high. Hey, that's the backpacker. They've always loved outdoors. They love kayak fishing, and they have helped this club grow tremendously. Wow! And so. And then that's just the two festival tournaments. Yeah. Typically, what? How is the pay structure for just not the championship, but just the other four tournaments in the regular um, season? Yeah. So it depends on obviously the number of people registered, but um, and it changes um periodically, but. You could say that first place will probably be at least a thousand dollars cash. Um, sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less. It just all depends on exactly how how many people enter the tournament. And typically, how many anglers you get by turn, which tournament, not including the championship. Yes. Yeah. So, um, Anywhere, minimalist challenge is normally our biggest event. It's a bit of a special one, and it's the first one of the year. For that one, we normally get anywhere from 100 to 130. Um, And then for for all the other ones, you're looking at anywhere from 75 to 100, sometimes more. It just depends on what the format is, where where it's being fished out of, whether it's CPR or a live way in It just really all depends. Oh, so you do... That's interesting. So you do... Your tournaments are either going to be... And I understand. Saltwater fishing is different than um, freshwater fishing. Like, I I totally get that. Um, you know, when you're saltwater fishing, you know, it's... I don't think culturally... It's not frowned upon 
to, you know, to take your catch home. Where in bass fishing, you take your catch home, and it's like, oh, my God, it's sacrilegious and all that. Oh, yeah. Which I, I get. Mean, I, yes, I don't need bass, for sure. and I love bass, and I don't like people taking bass home. Yeah. But, you know, it's just a little different. trout, it's different. Like, you know? and if it's, I catch it, a whole bunch of 17, 18-inch trout, I'm going to want to air fry yeah. that with some butter. Yeah. By the way, they're tasty. I, I went uh, trout fishing and redfish last year. I have no problem eating trout or redfish. Let me oh, tell you no. Right Those fish are delicious. I got even to smoke some of my trout on my Traeger. Oh, my God. That was I amazing. bet you that was good. I've never had it smoked, but I think you just gave me an idea. Oh, I had it a brine smoke where you put, like, I think it's, like, 30% sugar and 70% salt, something like that. You leave it on the fridge for one year, for one year, for one day. And then you smoke them. Oh my god, that was amazing! Oh, uh, bet it, it was. It sounds delicious. Oh yeah, I, I bet so. The reference I cooked it differently. I got my idea from um, Chris Castro from Next Level Fishing TV. Um, but that was that one I did on. I think I did it on the fryer of it. That was delicious as well, boy. So yeah. So going back to it, I'm getting off topic here. So yeah, I totally get the take home your catch on that one. On saltwater. So, what determines whether the tournament's going to be uh, weigh-in, you know, live weigh-in or uh, CPR? Um. So, where obviously due to COVID in the past couple of years, a lot has moved to CPR for gathering reasons. We are trying to get back to the live weigh-in and the commodity of being a fishing club um but essentially it just boils down to the style of tournament um we only have one cpr tournament this year on our championship series and the reason it's cpr is because you'll be able to fish anywhere in the state and so it's hard to tell people fishing all the way on the other side of the state that they have to stop fishing at 12 and make a three-hour drive to make the way in. So, so I guess it it all boils down to just what's what's easier for, for the anglers. Yeah, and that's that's an interesting dynamic, right? When, when we think about freshwater tournament fishing, well, we all go to one lake or sometimes, you know, like, KBF is known for doing where they'll do, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, different lakes, you know, they'll yeah. add two or three different lakes, which is fine. But when you're saltwater fishing, it's kind of like you have the cold coast of Louisiana, right? Yeah. Um, so it's kind of different to kind of like pinpoint set the parameters. It's easier on a lake. We all go up to, you know, wherever the dam is to up yeah. to bridge number, whatever, um, or the name of the bridge. And that's how, you know, that's pretty cut and dry. Um, what, and, you know, from a ignorant or limited mentality of a freshwater tournament fisherman like I am, um, what are the kind of like the rules, you know, as far as weigh-ins or, you know, length and type of fish, um, that is permitted on those saltwater? Is it strictly redfish? Is it strictly trout? Is it, and what are the maximum and minimums? I got you. So, um, every tournament is different. Um, 
our minimalist challenge this past year, we actually had five species that were eligible to be weighed in. Sheep's head, flounder, marsh bass, or bass that just live in the, the brackish water. We just call them marsh bass, uh, speckled trout, and redfish. And then, um, but normally it's either redfish and trout or one of the other. And then our two festival style tournaments are a slam, which is a redfish, a trout, and a flounder. For all of our tournaments, excuse me one second. My yeah, no dogs are barking. I'm sorry. Um, so, for all of our tournaments, our um, the minimum for our trout are twelve inches, which is the state um, minimum, as well as the state minimum for redfish, which is sixteen inches. And for trout, there's no maximum length. Can you hear me? Yeah, now I can hear you. So on okay. the, I lost you there for a second. So you told us the minimum for trout. What was the minimum for redfish, flounder? Um, so the minimum for redfish is 16 inches, but it's it's a slot. So it's 16 to under 27, so 26 and three quarters. And then there's no maximum for the trout. And I believe the flounder have to be at least 11 inches. Okay. Cool. And when you talk about live weighing, is that still going to go as measurements or is that going to go by weight? Oh, no, it, it goes by weight. Just we do measure them to make sure that it's a legal fish. Okay, but the winner is going to be determined by weight. Issue, yes. By weight. Okay, so it's going to be. That's interesting because you kind of really have to. Uh, I don't know if you really change your. Your, your technique or your approach to catching fish, whether it's, you're going to measure it by weight or by measure. I've never gone to oh, where you measure for weight. For sure. But, um, so maybe not necessarily techniques, but you'll definitely change your location because some places are known for the longer, skinnier trout. And then you might go to another place that has the same size length but they're really really fat and would for a weigh-in tournament would you rather have a three pound trout or a one pound trout you know yeah and it's it's the, it's the same thing with redfish i've caught some 30 inch redfish that weigh less than some of the 25 inch redfish that i've caught yeah yeah, you, I see what. You, yeah, I I can see that. And you also said they do allow. Um, they do count um, bass march, which is just regular largemouth that leaves on marsh lines. Is that correct? Um, yes, but that's only on one tournament. That's not for it. Like a like a lot. The whole format just changes tournament to to tournament, so we don't know exactly what it's gonna be until we make this schedule. Like our next one's redfish only. Um, then we we have that statewide um, CPR tournament, and then the, the one after that is going to be in October. That's trout only. 
So it just, it, it, and then it's all in different locations. So it really forces the angler to get out of his comfort zone and target species that he may not normally target. Like if me personally, I love chasing redfish. Trout, I, I love to eat them. I don't love searching for them. And then yeah, some people... Some people are completely different, and they'll go out there and catch a lemon of trout, but hate going in skinny water looking for the redfish. So it just all depends on the angler. Yeah, I know what you mean. Because to me, redfish, I've done both, and I really prefer the redfish, even though I feel like trout is a lot easier. I mean, just my experience, my limited experience of fishing. Yeah. I, don't know, I found it easier to catch trout than, uh, than caught redfish. Redfish to me is more like hunting more than yeah, fishing. In, in a way. You have to like scope it, scope it out. You know, you have to be really like, I don't know, man. I, ninja. Just, I feel like this more, yeah, you ninja. I, I want to say sniper kind of, you know, you really have to like, it's more of a hunting experience that I think it's a fishing experience compared to trout, right? Or and as a well, but that, that also just depends on if it's high tide or low tide or if there's a north wind because sometimes we have like sometimes there is no water in the shallow ponds so you're just in the middle of a canal fishing the bottom of an eight foot hole looking for your redfish instead of looking at them on points and in little cuts because there's no water which means there's no bait yeah, I see what you mean on that. You know, what What I find interesting and I, what I really like about your format, you said on on some, on some uh, trails you might or tournaments you might have, you know, uh, targeting bass, other trout, other redfish, other flounder, or another one could be a combination of both. It could be weight, it could be length, it could be CPR, it could be live weighing. You re I mean, whoever wins Angler of the Year, to me, it's truly the Angler of the Year. It, it, like, yes, and... That is that is a challenge. Like whoever wins that, you know, consistently put out numbers to win angler. Exactly. Beer, you are my friend, are a true kayak angler in every face, you know, saltwater, freshwater, one hundred percent live weighing. That is a complete angle. So for the last two years, which is which is as as long as I've been in the club, I don't want to speak about the time before me but the two people that have won angler of the year that which is jonathan carter who's the reigning and brock miller who is one of the best anglers i've ever met it's truly an honor for anyone to be named angler of the year just because you see the it, it, it's like the heisman of of kayak fishing like you're an elite of of the whole sport yeah no it's you have to deal with freshwater saltwater you have to deal with high tide low tide you have to deal with different species different formats whether it's a measurement whether it's actual weight i mean that's that shout out i would i think if i live in louisiana i would totally be hooked on that as much as i love bass fishing but the whole aspect of it man i would i would be addicted to that just and that's my thing i always blame people always ask me why don't you fast fish 
and I always blame it on I don't like to target on one species. The truth is, I I just suck at bass fishing, but I do enjoy the the idea that you go out in the marsh or these big bays and when you get that bite and you set that hook there's that two to three seconds or sometimes longer that you have no idea what's on the end of your line like it it can be a big 40 inch bull red or it can be a 10 inch trout or it can be a doormat of a flounder you just truly never know Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. That is crazy. That is really interesting. Um, what are, what, you know, you mentioned you already had your first festival. Is that the one that kind of kickstarts your season? What's the, like, when you fish from what day? As far as the tournament goes and your yeah. festivals, when's the first tournament and when's the last tournament? As far as the month goes, you know. From yeah, month. um, so so the first tournament of the year is normally in January, which will be the minimalist challenge, which is, which is a fun tournament because the anglers have no idea what the baits are. The baits are handpicked by two members of the board and pre-bagged. And you might only get three jig heads, three soft plastics, and one jerk bait, and that's all you're allowed to use all day. If oh, wow. you, if you break off all your baits and you run out of baits, you're done. And so that always jump starts the year, and that's in January. And then so I'm gonna just run through this year really quickly. That, that, that was January. Then we had Patapalooza, which is the festival-style tournament, which happened March 12th. And then at the end of April, we have the Redfish Rumble, which 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 is a championship series tournament. Then, then we have Dust Till Dawn, which is the statewide CPR tournament. Then we 
fast forward to we have fallen tide at, on October 1st. We have trout challenge at the end of October. And then we have our Bayou Coast Championship in November. Nice. When, let me go back to you saying the, the baits are handpicked. So how when do the anglers know what baits are allowed to be used? The morning of the tournament when they get handed their baits. Oh, they give they they don't use their baits. They're you're no. gonna give them. Yes, yeah, yes. You lose. You, you take everything out of your kayak. The officers check everyone's kayak after the launch to make sure there's no jig heads or corks or just anything like that. And then everybody has these same baits that are handed to them when you get there and sign in for the tournament. Sometimes it'll be the, the night before. To, to just give people time to, to tie everything on. But for the most part, it's the morning of. Wow. That is interesting, man. That is really interesting. Wow. My we, we pride ourselves in trying to make tournaments more different. Like one year they had a team tournament where it was – two kayak anglers fishing together. One year, there was Midnight Madness where it, it was a night fishing tournament. They they all fished at night. I wasn't there for that one, but I did hear that that was a blast. So every year, we try to change it up and add that one special wild card kind of tournament. That is interesting, man. That, that is next level. Really. That is really taking next level. I mean, really, whoever wins Angler of the Year, big congrats. I mean, you're literally the best kayak fisherman out there. <laughs> when you, in, as far as all-around kayak fishermen. Yeah. That, that and saltwater, baby, because yeah. some of the guys I know from the bass side of things are just some of the of the greatest anglers that have ever walked this earth, I promise you. Yeah, I agree with that. Now, um, Johnson, I've, AJ, I've had you for almost an hour. I really don't want to take too much of your time. I know you got family and all that. But I really wanted to give you a chance to kind of like give a shout-out to those that, to companies or persons that kind of like help you in your kayak fishing adventures and Bayou Coast uh, Kayak Fishing Club. Oh yeah, one of um, so I'm gonna just go through them kind of quickly, not to because there is a lot of them, and I sincerely apologize if if I leave anybody out. But I would like to definitely give a special the thanks to the backpacker for all that they do for us, as well as Pack and Paddle and Massey's who help us on our championship series and our angler of the year. And Massey's puts on their own tournament for members only. So they definitely help us out. And from Cabela's and Bass Pro to Zook Rods to, to all the small-time bait companies, a lot of our local guys like Chris Cochran and Captain Lane at Tail Chaser Baits and Captain Lane Google Ghost Minnows. We just have tons and tons of 
amazing sponsors that make all this happen and none of it and i mean none of it could happen without them big shout out to those companies man um where can people first of all aj where can people follow you on in social media and where can people follow and get more information about fast about you coast kayak fishing club i got just some facebook um it's just my name it's austin jacob johnson and obviously the picture is of me in a kayak if anybody needs help finding which one is me and um on facebook we also do have if you just type in bayou coast kayak fishing club it'll pop up the official facebook account as well as the group discussion which is basically a forum for anglers to reach out to each other's ask questions or just get together and go fishing and we also have a website that can be found at bayoucoast.org and that's where you can become a member and i strive any anglers out there that if you just want to fish and you want to meet some of the greatest people in the fishing sport and want to just witness south louisiana at its beauty then i encourage you to join bayou coast because it saved my life and saved a lot of other people's lives and i'm sure that it can do the same for y'all definitely definitely it's uh it's a great sport to to enjoy no matter what definitely awesome thank you so much for joining us man and talking uh, a little bit thank you the, for having me buddy for sure ah uh, man it's my pleasure i'm really really happy you uh Reach out to me. I had no idea of Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club. Um, I hope that everybody that gets to listen to this episode is as impressed as I am about what you guys are doing over there. Anybody over there um, in through Louis lives in Louisiana, if you're listening to this and you haven't signed up, go check out Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club. Um, quick question before I let you go, AJ. Do you have to be from Louisiana to fish any of those? No. Things? No, um, we have members from members and sponsors from Texas, Arkansas, Alabama, Mississippi, Florida. It just the the, the only requirement for you to join Bayou Coast is you 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 have to love fishing. As long as that that then you're good to go. You have to have. A, I'm assuming the Louisiana fishing license, right? Um. Yes. So, two fish out tournaments, you will have to buy a Louisiana um, basic and saltwater fishing license. I believe that they run $25, $30. I'm not sure. I just, to be honest, my wife probably buys mine every year. All right, so there you have it, folks. If you live close to Louisiana, the Texas border, um, Arkansas, Alabama, go check them out. Bayou Coast uh, Act Fishing Club, very impressive. And you need to come down yourself, Armando, and I'll put you on some bigger redfish. Oh, no, I, I, that that's going to happen this year. Trust me. That's All right, buddy. Shout out, shout out to us, and we'll, we'll definitely get something together. No, definitely, man. I've I've been waiting to go fish out of kayak. I've done it out of the boat, but never done it out of kayak. And I'm oh, it's a completely different I'm world, buddy. A completely different world. It is. But all right, buddy. AJ, thank you so much for having me. 
No problem, man. My pleasure. Uh, and for those out there listening, once again, if you made it this far, thank you for joining the show. Um, go check out my sponsor, go DouglasOutdoors.com. Check out the full lineup of rods, reels, and fly fishing. And uh, yeah, if you're going to be on the water, please wear your PFD. If you're going to have a beer while you're at it, just make sure you're drinking responsibly. Take care, everyone. Have a great day. All right, Bye, One of the most legendary shows in the outdoors is on Waypoint TV. Don't miss Primo's Truth About Hunting, Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. I'm Will Cooper, and you're listening to HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast on the Waypoint Podcast Network. Stick around as I bring you more stories and interviews from veteran hunters and industry professionals who inspire us all to be better equipped in the woods and in life.